0: Are we rolling? Yeah, we're rolling? Ready to go? We're
1: okay. Rolling uh, with the homies. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Micah. I'm Andrea. We're living the midlife. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have conversations over cocktails. Today uh, we're gonna talk about maybe some stuff that's a little heavy. So I made us a drink that's called a painkiller because mm-hmm. really I think good. we all. Need a little painkiller right now. Yeah. Cheers. I kind of wish it had a Tab or something in there, but whatever. That's some Tramadol. So. <laughs> so cheers.
0: Cheers. Try not to her too much on the microphone. That's delicious.
1: To us um, being back, we've uh, had a few weeks off and had to go to the old, old archives and pull some stuff. And today, okay, we're going to talk about being in a funk. And kind of some heavy stuff, because I've had a bad couple weeks. And so I looked up the definition, funk. So I was like, what does that mean? I say it all the time. And it's a a thing. It's a state of depression, of feeling sad. So a state of undesirable emotions or feelings, feeling out of sort. The feeling may include, but, sorry, i got to get my notes closer. I can't see. Uh, So out of sorts, the feelings may include but are not limited to sadness, boredom that is usually um, difficult to curb, laziness, unworthiness, and overall feeling of malice. Did I say it right? Malice. Malice. Okay. So I have been in a funk like for a couple of weeks. I think a lot of people have. And I do. I think it's really, really starting to affect all of us. The more people I talk to. You were saying, Lauren, when you came in. Oh, hello, uh-huh. Lauren. Hi, hi. I'm like, I'm hey, Martin. you're Lauren.
0: Yeah, I forgot about me. I here. know, forgot.
1: We just jumped right in. I, go, <laughs> I swear
0: to God, I'm out of here so soon. to my other gig. I'm you gonna, had
1: the the painkiller on my mind, and I was like, we just got started. But you were talking about when you walked in today about having your vivid dreams and yeah. being out of sorts. I'm like, I've been out of sort. I think I cried every day last week, and I'm not lying.
0: Yeah, I, I have
1: been in a funk. I've and kinda, I know you have too, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
0: No, it's good. I've, I've kind of had the total freak out a few weeks ago. Um, I'm kind of past that, but I'm also I'm very concerned about th- things the way they're going, how they're going to, just the uncertainty I think keeps me up because I, I can't not turn off my thinking about, you know, the Fed and, you know, federal funds, disbursements and stock market and the intertwined, all of it, you know, nonstop. And I just, it, it, it keeps me up cause I'm a lawyer and that, that's what gets me all And your,
1: your brain is going a different route than mine.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. you're,
1: you're really contemplating the world and the economy and you know, all this kind of stuff. Me, I'm worried about my daughter's graduation and not seeing my friends and some other business stuff that I'm going through. So, so it's different, but we're all having the same feelings right? and I have some Friends that are introverts, because I am definitely an extrovert, for sure. And Andrea, you're more of an extrovert-ish. You are.
0: I'm an extroverted introvert.
1: Yeah, you kind of go both ways. (laughs) Like, you you haven't heard that before, um, have you? I'm
0: not going to comment on that. Um, Well, I think what it is, I I do enjoy interacting with people, and I do like being social, but I, I... that's not what charges me up. I do need it, and I, I need it a lot, but I also... But you're
1: okay with your alone time.
0: I need my alone time. I, I will just wither and die if I don't have it.
1: And I'm not great at that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, the, I'm the opposite. I could hardly ever have alone time, and I'd be fine with that. So with everything going on, and, and thank God, again, for Andrea, but she was gone last week. So maybe that's why I cried every day. Oh, I don't know because you were gone, cried and I didn't, me. I didn't have my walking buddy, and I didn't have my person to drink with and to <laughs> contemplate life. I don't know. So I was kind of at the house, and my daughter's here, of course, and her best friend from New Jersey is here, staying with us for three weeks. Um, so that's put a new kink in things. But it's times are different, yeah. and they're hard, and I really think it's getting to everyone. It is, sure. and. It is. Uh, I um, have this thing, so I follow Heidi Prieb, I think that's how you say her last name, and she posted on Instagram, and she said, "Um, it will unfuck itself, your life, your job, your relationship status, whatever it is that's creating that tight knot inside your stomach, and she says, she prefaces that she wrote this a long time ago, but it really, she hasn't brought it back out until now, like with the circumstances that are going on, so she says, breathe into it. Solutions don't come from obsessing, they come from living. So if the answer is not yet appearing, uh, exist with the question. Give it time and space to untangle its mess. Your soul is self-correcting. Don't kill your body trying to rush its work. She goes on to talk about, you know, the longer quarantine is going on, that we're all starting to feel that the world is different. Um, we can't go out. We can't explore. We can't discover, and that. Let me see. I hate it when I get sidetracked like this and I lose my lose my thought. <laughs> um, but she says I've been realizing that most of what I originally thought about lockdown wasn't true. There are just so many questions to answer internally as there are ex- as there are externally. There are just as many new beginnings to be found, new pathways to be paved new discoveries to be endlessly explored the playing field is different now yes but the game is the same we have to trust that this situation like so many others throughout history will eventually unfuck itself and all we can do in the meantime is live as fully and vividly as possible so i guess that's our motto right it will eventually unfuck itself that's that's
2: Mm -hmm. a great i mean that should be a hat
0: i I think (laughs) the best the best line in the entire old testament is it came to pass like it, it, it went over, it happened. Everything, everything. And ends. it will, yeah, just yeah. like,
1: just like previously, all the sure. things before us, all the stuff that our parents, the depression, and right. the what Spanish flu, or you know, all of that stuff, it'll pass. It'll yeah. unfuck,
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then we'll move on will. to something
1: else, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I
0: think for me, though, with my job and kind of the things I have to pay attention to, it's I can't escape having to take those larger views as to what it's going to mean for my company and. For jobs for people and what that's going to do to the labor market. Oh, I get that. Fully get that. I mean, you know, just uncertainty what's going to happen if there's, you know, major short cutbacks in public transportation spending and those kinds of things. So it's a big concern.
1: And I know mental health is a big thing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been talking about it a lot and uh, Andrea has a great article that she uh, took some notes
2: on. I did. I did. Um, This was actually forwarded um, by someone... um, that was working with the United Way, correct? Mm-hmm. So yes. it talks about mental health, and it's it's a long article, and I won't read it all, but it's from the Harvard Business Review. And um, just some background on it is um, these people were getting together for a Zoom meeting like everyone else is doing right now. And after the meeting was over, uh, one of the they started asking how everybody was doing, and <coughs> one of the women basically said, I'm not doing very good. Yeah. I, I don't feel good. I, I'm not doing really good. And she basically said, I, I feel like I'm, I'm going through some kind of grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone nodded in agreement, yes. And so mm-hmm. uh, they started talking about that. And they realized if they could name the um, uh, feeling as grief, then you could manage it. Mm-hmm. So they started looking into ways to manage grief. And, of course, we all heard about the, you know, the stages of, of grief. And, um, that's
0: her, that, that, actually only a plot was written to apply to people who are at end of life, like in palliative care, but right, exactly. Yeah.
2: Yes. And so, um, David Kessler, um, is one of the experts his, of grief and he co-wrote, um, with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, uh, grief and grieving, which again, yes, you're correct is for the end stages of life, but he added a sixth stage and, um, he, uh, Uh, worked with her uh, on this and it's a new book that he's got out and it's called Finding Meaning. So after acceptance, then you look to finding the meaning of your life and well, your life. Well, certainly light.
0: he's gonna sell a bajillion units now. I mean, like. Who, <laughs> well, yeah, a, we're a a a well, yeah, we're all looking for a meaning in what's.
1: Well, no, oh it, my, it's, it's like
0: the the like when the the Covey people did the 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 eighth secret, the eighth right. habit or whatever. Yeah, like, come yeah, on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is bogus. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sorry. Stop <laughs> being negative. Sorry.
1: We're trying to be positive right now and help people with their mental <laughs> health their grief.
0: I'm <laughs> trying to lampoon a dude who's like taking advantage of stuff. No,
1: well I look, think, we're I trying think to help people get uh-huh. through this because I'm having a hard time. And I when when I read that too and they talked about the gr- grieving and, and it's you do there's a loss right now. And sure. and we it is a loss. Maybe yeah. no one's died. Well, a lot of people have died. Yes. Sorry. Yes, right. But I mean nobody that I know personally, but there's there has been a loss and I've been having a hard time. So whatever's going to help me sure. get no, through this. I'm not, I'm not and if I need, if I need number six,
0: no, I totally believe, no, look, here's the thing. well, that's something that's, so that's more like the beyond the acceptance thing. Um, but I think it kind of gives sort of a metaphysical spin to it because, Oh, purpose. Well, shitty stuff happens and that's all there is to it. You know, if you can assign purpose to it or not, you know, depending on how you're inclined, but, um, no, I don't. I don't think that the five stages of grief are, are useless, but I think that, I think they're misapplied to people expect to go in them in an order, or they think they're supposed to apply specifically to every time they're grieving. But it manifests itself different ways for those different occasions. For the end of life, yeah, they kind of follow that path. But for everybody else who's like gonna have to keep keep living on or learn to adjust, you might have this one or that one, and you might go back and forth between them. I really wrestled a lot with this when Caroline passed because. I had to, you know, it wasn't like this sort of cycle. And I very quickly, you know, looked into it. And Kula Ross was, yeah, useful, but also, even according to them, misapplied to different types of grief situations or, or overgeneralized. But they're not, not to say it's not useful. I'm not poo pooing that at all. So I'm just taking sort of a my usual cynical spin to selling books
2: <laughs>
0: and wait till one day when I sell a book, then I'll do the most. Well, Shameless. that would be
1: fucking awesome when you sell a book. Shameless, we'll whatever. be here. We'll we'll promote you. And our 32 listeners will buy books. <laughs> I thought
0: we were up more than that.
1: We are. We're up more than that. We are. So continue. Sorry. So uh, what were we talking about? Acceptance?
2: Isn't that what it was?
1: Well, that yeah. That was number six. It, they, were,
2: they were just talking Purpose. about ex- acceptance. And when you find acceptance, then you're um, in more control. And um, then it talks about basically um, – they were asking him questions. They started interviewing him and asking him questions. And yes, you're totally correct. Everyone goes through the stages of, of grief in all different ways. Some people experience, you know, short short stages of grief and some for the rest of their life. So it's just um, how you go through those stages and they're not one through five. They're, you know, you can start at three and go to one and five or whatever you whatever you do. I like
1: the part of the article too when they were they were talking about feeling your emotions, mm-hmm. and I'm really bad right now when, I, when I'm, like, feeling bad, and, and I'm like, but I shouldn't feel bad because there are so many people who are worse off than me. These people are, have this, and these people have that, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but that's not my reality. My reality is right here in the feelings that I feel, and I need to be okay with that, and if I want to cry, cry and feel the feelings
2: mm-hmm.
1: and not make myself – I keep saying feeling – feel bad, <laughs> you know, for because my life is different or better than somebody else's, I'm still having a hard time.
2: Well, everyone's anxiety is different. You know, everyone, yes. everyone, how you And it how is you super process. high right now for so, everybody. So yeah.
0: to that concept of like, is my suffering greater than somebody else's or is it as valid as somebody else's? So Jeff Tweedy, uh, the singer from the band Wilco, he, he was struggling with uh, drug addiction, opioids particularly. And he went to the rehab center, and he was sitting there. It was like a state rehab center, and so it was like a lot of Chicago people, just like a lot of poor, poor black people. Um, and he felt ridiculous for talking about his problems. He's a rock star; he has no want of money. He gets to make music, do whatever he wants to. But he felt silly talking about it when he's talking about people who have, you know, really traumatic, horrible stuff going on in their lives. And uh, he said that he felt bad about it, and. He got cornered by, after the, the group therapy, when he shared that, he got cornered by this big black dude, and he says, hey, that's bullshit, man. Everybody's pain's the same. It doesn't matter what it is. Your pain is valid, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that, it just, Absolutely. It shook him a lot, because he didn't expect that. It was very gracious. It gave him permission to, to feel okay with the fact that he was grieving and upset, you know? He had a lot of trauma.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think a lot. Yeah, we don't give ourselves permission at all. And I was listening to uh, Mandy Morris today, and she said, feel your feelings now. Don't hold your thoughts in. Let them flow without resistance and give them gratitude. So, you know, again, it's like giving yourself permission to feel everything and Mm -hmm. to be okay with the anxiety and to be okay with um, the pandemic and... Uh, And
2: also, they were talking about finding your compassion, that Uh, um, because everyone's anxiety is different and manifests differently, and what you think is, you know, crazy situation to be in, and someone else might be comfortable, you know, so find your compassion and be patient with others and and just try to help people right now as much as you can, and, and that'll in turn help you, so...
1: And don't be mad at people if you're one that's wearing the masks all the time and you're so concerned about it. And then you go to the store and somebody doesn't have a mask on. You don't have any control over that. You only have control over yourselves. Because I have a friend who was talking about that the other night, how her husband is so, like, gets so upset at people when they don't have their masks on when they're out. And she's trying to tell him, that's not your deal. All you can do is protect yourself. Right. And... Don't go out if you don't want to. It's fine, and but when you're not you staying
0: the can't. hell away from me, like the guy's going the wrong way down the one-way aisle and he's I not wearing that a mask. Up. Yeah,
2: I, I totally forgot that the other it's day at the store. Rude. I was, like, going the wrong way. I'm, like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm going the wrong way. He's, like, it's okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, just, and, and this guy just kind of hung out near where I was. I'm, like. What the hell, man? Get the fuck away from me, dude. Get
1: your mace out and spray them. <laughs> I, got, I got my
0: baton. Okay,
1: get that baton. I'm going to start taking my taser. I'm just going to tase people. I'm going to be in the grocery store. And I'm like, you're in the wrong aisle. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? No. I mean, not forgetting. Right here.
0: Not oh, forgetting. Ta- oh,
1: is that your baton? Yeah, it's my baton. Holy shit. Oh, you, a... You've
0: seen it, right? I no. It. No. Well,
1: you talked about it. Oh, I never showed it to you? Why did you bring it? Are you about to baton uh, no, I, one of us?
0: No, I keep it in my purse for if I'm <laughs> uncomfortable. Okay, oh, so are you, so I you don't getting don't it out right entitled? now? No, no. So how does I it wanna, work? Okay, so is
1: it like a switchblade? Yeah, no, like, no, you oh, just like oh. slide
0: it out. Oh, oh telescopes. I like it. And like so you can actually I don't have to kinda you have to kind of bang it down on the ground. I'm not doing on your hardwood, but you can it you could really have it like in your hand or your hand in your purse, and you could sling it up like this and come down on somebody in one That's nice. So if if you're ever feeling kind of funky and weird about something, that's good for like women
2: when they're jogging and stuff. Like, it'd be
0: a little heavy for jogging, but yeah, (gasps) totally, totally. I I mean, went
2: out with a guy
1: not too long a guy, too long long ago, too long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Not too long (laughs) ago, he wasn't. No, oh my, (laughs) too too long ago, and he was. He said, no, you should carry a taser with you always. Like even of, when you're jogging. Damn, that's heavy.
0: Yeah, you could give a guy a le- lethal blow with that.
1: You could take a nut out with that for sure. Like, you no, no, whacked you c- him wow. good. You're just feels... coming
0: down on her head real hard. I like it. Down you come down on whatever. Yeah, get Whichever head. head you
1: need to to, wow. you know, make it. that's good. But if,
0: if you've got a, if you, you'll get a more efficient throw if you bring a downward motion versus yes. like. And that trying would start to flip a... up. And get well, the it nuts. depends on
1: where you are, what's going it's on. It's all
0: about the angle. You go for yeah. the kill shot that's every time. That's
1: nice. Yeah, I like it. You have to get one of those, you just one of those in your car. it was
0: like 35 bucks maybe
1: i should be Let's giving those out for graduation presents to the senior girls <laughs> to At go academy. off to college
2: before you go to college they have an academy
0: yeah yeah they, okay. they also have the full-size one so like the, the actual police this is just a smaller version of like with the police Could you carrying the
2: Are they, i guess they look totally legal right
0: yeah they're legal okay, i okay. would imagine i mean i don't know okay. well i don't know I just, Self-defense I just, sometimes
2: it's, things it's like that, that a
0: baseball bat you legal, know
2: like
1: well, like a switchblade, yeah. I don't think, I mean, you could kill someone with I that had little a baton, but I don't think in Oklahoma
2: watching. got lots of trouble for having um, mace. a baton. Mace? Uh-huh. Uh, well, Why mace, would you have trouble mace mace? for diff- a
0: See, mace was made illegal a while back. Just pepper spray is what you're oh, able that's to that's what on I have is pepper market. spray. Yeah. Oh, so yeah.
2: you can't have mace, but you can have pepper
0: spray.
2: Right. Got right. it. Okay. See? It, and both are help.
0: very helpful, but mace is like, I okay. Have, oh, that's
2: the person brutal. I went out with
1: used to do undercover stuff. Mm. And he was like, no, because by the time the pepper spray really hits in, he's like, there's damage, too much damage could already be done to a lady. He said, you really should have a taser because it's quicker, it's more effective. He's like, the pepper spray takes about a minute, like people can still function for about a minute. That's what he said, and he's undercover, so don't sit over there and look at me and... <laughs> and Debate with me about not, if he's I'm right. Not, I'm not. <laughs> I see not. your your hamster wheel spinning. Like, you're about to be like, that's not I right. I of anything
0: any guy ever says about you. Says well, you. he wasn't saying about, oh, God. He's
1: just trying to be helpful and tell me to take a taser where I go.
0: No, I know. So. I'm just being a bitch. That's all. Okay. I
2: used to jog with a switchblade in Atlanta. <laughs> cool. You should. You lived in a shady neighborhood. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing shadier than where I... Yeah, well, there's a little bit shadier okay. than where I lived, yeah. Okay,
1: we're going to digress yeah. from getting out of this funk right now and tell the story about the little kids that stole your lawnmower
2: when you were <laughs> Little Atlanta. kids?
1: Well, big kids, they whatever were they were. kids.
2: Okay, so real quick story. I moved to Atlanta with my first husband, and um, we lived in a um, pretty shady area mm-hmm. of town and um, right outside of Fulton County. Um, anyway, so uh, I think I called 911, like... I don't know, 11 times, and uh, they basically, like, didn't come.
3: They're like, <laughs> they are like
2: fucking coming is there, to neighborhood. They're like, is there any blood, or do you <laughs> see someone, like, hurt? I'm like, no, and they're like, okay, see you later. But anyway, um, we had a, like, group, a neighborhood posse would go out and try to, you know, help each other. Um, anyway, this story was uh, my husband was at work, and uh, I was home by myself, and I had there's a knock on the door, and in Atlanta, in, in Georgia, You have a lot of sticks in your yard from the tall, tall trees and not a lot of grass. So people will come around their neighborhood and ask if they can pick up sticks for money. Well, I also had a MARTA stop in my front yard, which is the transportation at the end of my driveway. You know, people would get off the bus and come in. Yeah. Well, these gentlemen that were on my front porch, there was probably four of them. And uh, there was some shadiness going on there. And... um, They asked me if they could pick up sticks for money, and I said I didn't have any money to give them. They're like, well, what do you got? And I'm like, well, I could, like, make you a sandwich or something. And they're like, okay. And so about that time, my 135-pound Rottweiler jumped up on the door, and they all jumped back about four feet. um, But they said they would still pick up the sticks for sandwiches. So my dummy self from Oklahoma decides (laughs) I'm going to go make these these, uh, boys, a.k.a. really men, sandwiches, And uh, while I was doing that, um, they were going around the corner to my garage and stealing everything out of it, lawnmowers, no. um, you know, weed yeah. eaters, everything. So they basically just kind of robbed me while I was – Because you didn't have
1: any money to give them.
2: No.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, well, so that was but you a, survived. Yeah. That was the
2: second time I was taken. Other time yeah. I was taken, too, when I was at the zoo in Atlanta. Because you're too nice. I, this lady, you shouldn't have answered your door. I know. This lady wanted to tell me that she was – needing to pick up her kid in daycare and she didn't have a car and her car ran out of gas. So I took her to a gas station and gave her 10 bucks to fill up the gas tank with the uh, gas, you know, whatever. And she ran out the other side of the <laughs> convenience store.
1: Well, maybe that's just your good karma. No, I coming back. Did,
2: I was stupid. <laughs> Down.
1: Well, you were polite. You, you, are, <laughs> you were you polite. Are a kind
2: and
0: generous person. Yeah, and yes, very polite. You were taken advantage of unfairly by some unscrupulous individuals. Yes, yes. I was.
2: You but have, I learned. You have hardened since then.
1: That's for damn sure. You're like, got fuck have you. you don't get any sandwiches. I've been a
2: little more skeptical lately. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Yeah,
0: so we are. So, so what are are y'all doing to kind of get through with all this stuff?
1: Besides drinking, yeah, more drinking. I do a lot of drinking. Yeah, I had strep throat several weeks ago, and I was really, really sick. And I think it was my liver that made me get strep throat. That said, bitch, you need to stop drinking. I'm gonna make you not drink for six days. Yeah, I because. Otherwise, I've been drinking. Yeah. Well, we've been walking. I think walking helps a lot. lot.
2: I think exercise helps because when I go walk, like sometimes we're like, I don't feel like it. We're not going to do it. And then we go do it, and we feel so much better better. after we're done outside. And, you know, you can get some exercise. It makes you feel good.
1: Yeah. Talk. Walk. Yeah. Yeah. I did another uh, bingo Zoom the other day for charity. So that was fun. Another friend. Because you were gone. Mm -hmm. So uh, Sally came over, and we did... Bingo via Zoom, which we did not win, but it's okay. But we drank two bottles of wine that oh, night. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yes.
2: I think they do have a lot of online counseling right now available. I mean, for people that really need help. Oh, they do. Don't have that friend connection. So
1: I was going to say this, that United Way of Denton County has several links on their Facebook page for mental health. It's through Mental Health America, and they have uh, free screening Oh, so they have several links. You can go and do free screening, and you can get some help. So if you're really having a hard time, um, you gotta get help. You gotta yeah. reach out.
2: Yeah, and check so. on your friends. I know check we, on your I know everyone's saying that constantly, but just don't stop checking on your friends.
1: And I think if you are having a hard time, like for me, at first I wasn't gonna say anything to anybody, but then finally last week, in one of our girlfriend chat groups, I was like, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not <laughs> like this extrovert is not okay. You know, we have graduation for my daughter which is not going well. Um she is going to graduate but it's just a mess. Mm-hmm. And you know business is a mess mm-hmm. and personal life is just kind of a mess. Yeah. So it's
2: a lot of change, a lot of change real quickly.
1: But so the but the good thing is that it will it will unfuck itself at some point. Mhm. So I have that to look That's forward to. Doing. That's what we're waiting on. <laughs> we're waiting on it to unfuck.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as we get the go through green yeah. flag
1: i did have a therapy session today via zoom oh oh knuckle up okay <laughs> yeah see look at us
0: doing our, doing our
1: doing our therapy and she was she was like things are opening up you know just google and figure out where you can go get out go to the mall go have a dinner like okay all right. I don't
0: know. Like the death rates are going up. By I know. The day. What'd you say?
1: 1,800?
2: 1,800 of Saturday. Well, but like the daily
0: oh. count does has not, the number of daily new cases has not gone down. It's only gotten bigger. And they open it up before ever meeting any of the metrics that were supposed to be followed.
2: Yes. And I it's going to get bad. But we just have to do like what we were discussing. We We really have no control over that.
0: It's Just infuriating though. Receptive. It's infuriating that people are so irresponsible and there's no leadership from anywhere on it addressing this thing. Rant over.
2: <laughs> rant over.
1: You need to do your Lauren live so I that do, you can do, rant so can, and get all those people. I don't rant. I don't really
0: rant. Well, yeah. you
1: can debate. Express. Express. Express yourself. is a great word rant to use Express. for Lauren. I, yes, I think Express. that's true. That is perfect word.
0: Well, in and, and in furtherance of that, though, what I've been doing is I've been calling a lot of people that, you know, like a lot of friends, you know, that I just professional friends or people that I know that, you know, are this person or that person, the community, just relationships I have in the community generally. And so I've been kind of trying to reach out and maintain some of those. And also, you know, so I'll do a lot of calling a lot of those people. And also I've had a couple of uh, socially distanced back patio drink yes. sessions with mm-hmm. a few couple people who were pretty interesting. Um, and the other night I had, uh, can I play the audio thing? I've got like a six minute. Oh, audio. is this your
1: what the fuck moment?
0: Yeah. Do we want to save it?
1: No, let's do it.
0: Excuse me. Okay. So,
1: Hey, I'm going to, let me get some more booze. Hang on. Okay.
0: Okay. So we're going to keep talking. Yeah, I'll set it up. So, um, uh, this friend of mine, so last fall, last Christmas time, I think I met, I met this guy, uh, Richard Haskins. And he's a little—he's kind of infamous in town, um, not least of which for uh, you know, robbing a bank oh, at the drive-through. Goodness,
2: <laughs> goodness gracious!
0: But okay, he's also the uh, the the main artist of the Wee Beasties, a uh, uh, Denton punk band that's pretty aggressive. But he's he's actually a very brilliant and charming young man, you know obviously a bit of a mess you know no okay. question about it but so he's, this
1: is about him you met him on or you have having a tomorrow,
0: yeah right? i had him come over to, to just i wanted to hang out with him for once we would kind of become friends on facebook a little bit and he just wrote some really witty and moving things and i was like there's depth here that i did not really recognize before and anyway yeah i just wanted to get to know him better but uh he was telling me the story about uh when he i'll just i'll just play it for you but it's a. Uh, Quite a good one here. See, here we go. A ripping good yarn. Fuck yes. Okay, now it's rolling.
3: Okay, so when I first came back from the Navy, uh, oh, I was. Oh, no, you were in the Navy. Believe it or not, yes. All right, I'm not gonna get into sure For a short back. period. Right. I'll let you tell the story. Anyways, right? anyways, I came back from the Navy and like, uh, I was staying at my dad's house. You know, my stepmom, right? And, like, he had, he had this uh, buddy named Lynn. L-E-N-N. And you could tell that his name was that because he always, no matter where he was, he could be at church, brother. He could fucking be anywhere. And he would wear a very powdered blue worker shirt with a dark blue patch on the front of it that said Lynn. Like he was forever a high school janitor. Mm-hmm. He would just wear one of those. And... I was hanging out at my dad's house, didn't have a job for like, you know, a couple days and then just busted up in the door and one day He said, big old, he looked like a Charles S. Dutton, sort of, big black dude. And he busted up and it was like, hey Rich, you want a job? And I was like, um, yes. Yeah, you know, and he said, All right, I'll pick you up tomorrow, but eight o'clock, be ready. And then closes the door. I have no information <laughs> as to what the oh, actual God. job is. Like what's going like I have no information. Sure enough, dude, next morning I'm ready. About thirty minutes after he I'm supposed to be ready. He shows up and picks me up and he's got this fucking gig where he like Goes and cleans out like apartment complexes and like fixes holes in the walls and repairs the place, you know, for the next tenants to move in. So we we were doing that for you know a little while and then about 11:30 in the morning hits. And he goes, Rich, you did such a good job. I'm gonna take you to lunch. So he takes me to lunch at 7-Eleven. Takes me to lunch at 7-Eleven and by lunch he means, hey, Rich, uh, oh, uh. Oh, I need some chocolate chip cookies and some uh, and a Dr. Pepper. And get yourself both of them too. I'm gonna get some lotto tickets. Be be ready. <laughs> like me like, like I'm like so I'm, like, 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 like get into the shit, you know. Bunch of chocolate chip cookies from seven eleven and some fucking, you know, Dr. Peppers. Dude. He's scratch off lot of tickets. Dude, flying down the road, dude, like fifteen miles over, like flying. It's like a thirty-five. He's going like fucking sixty. I mean, you know, yeah. you, oh, you know fifty. Okay. You, know, you know, He's. <laughs> yeah. you, so it, you were bad at the other math where you, right. did you at up sixty-nine. You knew
2: that one exactly. Yeah. Anyways. always so, goes very Bro, bro listen. You brothers.
3: got a table for that one. We're flying down the road.
1: Yeah. We're flying. Very
3: the, good. Bro, we're flying down the road and he goes, "Bitch, give me a cookie." So I was like, okay, so I grab a cookie out of this bag and hand it to this gentleman, and he takes a bite out of it, and then he double-takes it, and, sc- like, comes to a screeching halt in the middle of the goddamn road. He says, This don't make no sense. Rich, eat your cookie. And I was like, I was like, like stay for my fucking life. And I was like, what? And he goes, Eat your cookie, Rich. <laughs> like, 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 we're like we're, <laughs> he like whispered it to me so I like fucking scrambled and found a cookie picked it up took a bite out and goes yo cookie hard and I was like I was like I was like what he's like it's all cooking crisp and rich and I was like I mean it's it's kind of crunchy I really don't know what to say he's like hell no he like, like, hits a fucking gas drives over a median uh-huh. to come back the opposite way to get back to this fucking Seven Eleven. when we get to the Seven Eleven, it's pretty busy it's like lunchtime there's two spaces open like on the far left Scoot! he stops between like diagonally across two fucking spaces, right? He's like, Rich, get out the car. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm scared of my life. I'm shaking. Fucking uh-huh. <laughs> shaking. So we go to the seven eleven and there's this real long line in the seven eleven. Right? And so I'm like getting in a line and he looks at me like I'm fucking insane. He goes, Hell no. And so he like scoots his way between <laughs> goes up to the front of the line and scoots his way between. Hey, thank you. The person who is dealing with the cashier and the actual cashier, the customer and the cashier, scooches in the fucking, the cashier's looking at him like dumbfounded, like, what do you, any he just goes hell no <laughs> like that's what he fucking says to so, catch fucking confused as a motherfucker as well because <laughs> was like what and he says some cookies aren't supposed to be hard and then he throws the cookies not at the cashier but like at the <laughs> wall behind the yeah throws the cookies and then he says "Them cookies aren't supposed to be hard Them mercy supposed to melt all in your mouth and he said i swear to god he says it like that and they like i'm like I'm scared to death. And, like, there's people in line, like, laughing. They're like, who the fuck? Like, what, what? is this shit? Dude, we waited there for, like, 20 minutes while the 7-Eleven, one of the cashiers, like, went and made fresh. <laughs> <God. laughs> I, like, got him. And we're driving away. <laughs> we're driving away. And I'm just defeated. And I'm oh, just, which like, were the fucking cookies, man. Um, I'm sitting there. I'm just defeated. And he's, lens. Bitch, hand me a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so I give one he take some fucking bite out of it and it's like that merch is supposed to melt all in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that
0: was
3: that was my that was interesting.
1: That was my <laughs>
0: what the fuck story. I, don't, I thought that was <laughs> that I thought was, that was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. Was, yeah.
1: It was hilarious. Micah,
0: your face was like
1: I was just I trying, to I was like, trying to um, comprehend like, it. I was trying to picture it. I was trying to picture it. I'm trying to picture him
2: yeah. stopping
1: in the road and going over the median and and going back to. That
2: dude likes his cookies. Soft, he's apparently, apparently
1: very picky about his cookies.
2: <laughs> yeah. Then all supposed to
0: melt in your mouth. I know.
1: So did he go back and work for him again the next day?
0: I, I we didn't. That didn't wasn't, okay. that wasn't relevant. So he
1: didn't say if he ever worked for him again after that day. St-
0: like he. I think spe- he was scared he for his spe- spent life.
2: he a good yarn, didn't he? I was he like, he was
1: pretty scared over some cookies. It was That's pretty yeah. interesting.
2: How long ago was the story? Yeah. Because obviously oh, he something was, he totally it's
0: remembers. Ago. He's 35. It was probably about eight years ago or something Oh, yeah. Like. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Wow. <laughs> He's got the cookie I story. I will
1: have to go get a cookie from 7-Eleven now.
2: I yeah. didn't know they even had cookies <laughs> and if, at 7-Eleven. I, I, I know. If it's crispy, I'm gonna be like, take it back because it's be like supposed
1: to melt all in your cookies. mouth. <laughs> I know. It's
2: supposed to melt all in
0: your
1: mouth. Melt in your mouth.
0: So, oh, goodness. Anyway, I thought that was a funny it was, story. It was funny. Yeah. Definitely
1: a funny story. Okay. Oh, my God. If we went in there right now. That's like a tick. I was, th- I kept thinking of TikTok. Like, this would be a TikTok <laughs> kind of funny thing with the cookies or eat something. Your cookie <laughs> eat your cookie, yeah, Rich. Eat your cookie, Rich. Okay. Go back and I will eat get my another cookie. cookie. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: <it> makes <laughs> me laugh hard. Sorry. Uh, it is funny. Yeah.
1: It's good. I know. We'll have to stop at 7-Eleven tomorrow. We'll do it our masks on and get a cookie and a slurpee that kind of mm-hmm. sounds good i don't know i haven't had one in a long time
0: yeah slurpee big gulps so what, what else you? we got
1: about uh taking care of ourselves and mental health and um apparently we need to eat chocolate chip cookies it'll make
2: us feel better i think
0: but it do make you feel better
2: it's okay it's all okay it will yeah These it, painkillers will, it will are working. eat a chocolate it will, chip um, cookie fun. it's okay you're taking
1: painkillers no no the no, dream oh <laughs> hello
0: oh. i like do you need sure. some brain pills? Pay attention, I my God. I do need some
1: brain pills. Have you been taking your brain what pills? What the fuck are
0: these brain pills you're talking about? Are these like vitamins and I stuff? Don't,
2: they're just vitamins. Okay. <laughs> I don't take them anymore. <laughs> right. I take some other vitamins now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so.
2: I can remember the Yes, this pills.
1: drink, the painkiller is good. I do like it. It's I delicious. I maybe you had Laura Tabs over there that you weren't sharing. But well,
0: no, I don't. I don't have any okay. good dope over here.
3: Sorry. I
1: don't either. I had to take. So my daughter's best friend is here from New Jersey for mm-hmm. three weeks. And she hurt herself in the pool the other day. She jumped in, hurt her foot. We had to go to the ER, clinic, whatever, get it scanned. Yeah. And so we're driving. And I said, well, they might give you pain pills. And the girls are like, pain pills? We're going to get some pain pills? Like, you're probably going to get 800
2: Tylenol, Motrin, Motrin or
1: whatever. Don't get excited, you 18-year-olds.
0: Back in the day, they'd give you the good shit. Like, I remember having my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. Hooding. It's hard to
1: get a good uh, now. Percocet. Yeah. Darvacet. It's hard to get the good stuff. All the sets. I know, right? <laughs> yes. All the good
2: stuff. Uh, I know, it's Percocet hard. Percocet was good. I know. All right. Back in the day.
1: I uh, So I have this one thing that I'll say on our way out. So I was reading some of the memes and stuff on Instagram, and I follow. Um, she's not the worst mom. She's funny. Mm-hmm. She said, Yeah. When this is all over, I need a nasty ass vacation. When this virus is over, I mean nasty, like pregnancy scare nasty. <laughs> like, like amen, sister. We all need. We're all gonna need that. Like the beaches, the Mexico, Jamaica. They don't even know what's coming for them. Like once this is over, we're, there's no more corona stew at the at the ocean or whatever. We're right. all gonna be getting nasty somewhere. So when this pandemic's over. Besides all the babies, they're going to be some nasty. They might need to get the penicillin out, I guess. Mm, yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, Spread oh, there's
2: around. a new kind of virus going around. <laughs> super syphilis. They're super Right. Gyria.
1: That's right. Okay, ladies. We're going to cheers out. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, yeah, somebody. Drink Woo. Out.